So, you really want to know what women do, say and think the way that we do, huh? Well, fasten your seatbelts and let's get... She says what? Started with your host, Alan Newman Jr. Hello, welcome great people. Yes, this is not Alan Newman Jr. This is your girl Simply Bree filling in for Alan Newman Jr. So with that being said, um, I, Alan, I got this for you. You have no fears. Don't worry about it. We're going to get through this show. So tonight on She Said What, we are going to be discussing equating money or materials to love. Now, if this is your first time tuning in, you're probably wondering, what in the world did I get myself into? Well, let me tell you, this show is geared towards helping to bridge the gap in communication between everyone, male, female, regardless of your sexual preference, it really doesn't matter. This platform is to allow those out there who are listening to understand from a female's perspective what it is that we go through, what it is that causes us to react or behave in certain types of, of ways and situations directly from a woman's mouth. So, fellas, listen, okay? Your bros can only tell you but so much, okay? Guys, guys, can't really speak from a woman's point because you don't go through what we go through. You may be somewhere similar to it, but you don't go through what we go through. So what better way than to have a woman come on and speak from her own experiences, speak from her heart, and guess what? It's going to be raw and rugged. So if you are not used to someone telling you the truth, if you are used to someone candy coating then guess what? This is not the show for you because we don't do that. There's no, like I tell, tell the men, there's no bro code. And guess what? There's no, no sister code. Like at the end of the day, we want to help relationships. So with that being said, before we bring out our guest this evening, Infinity Dawn, I absolutely love her name. This is going to be like sister talk right here. I love her name. If you are listening live and you want to call in, the phone number to dial is 515-602-9647, and you're going to press the number 1, and that will let us know, hey, you have something to say. If you're a little shy and you want to actually just send a message in, that's perfectly fine. Go to hesaidwhatnetwork.com and put your comment down in the lower left-hand side where it says, let's chat. And let's chat, right? So... Quick announcements for those listening and those who may have come back to replay the full episode if you missed the live. We are currently running promo specials on commercials through the month of July. Send your inquiries to ads at he said what network.com and that's A-D-S at he said what network.com. Make sure that you also subscribe to our YouTube channel and you can find us simply by going to he said what radio network, and that'll get you in touch with our online shows. So we do have Simply Sports every Monday. So 
starting at 8 p.m., so you can check that out. And then also follow two different Instagram accounts. I want you to follow He Said What Radio Network as well as Newman underscore junior underscore 2.0. So that will get you up to date with our upcoming shows, what we have going on, um, our funny memes, and so much more in regards to the network. Now, without further ado, I welcome our guest for the evening, Ms. Anthony Hi. Thank you. Hi. I'm so excited to be here, Bree, and I'm so excited. I, I mean, Alan is wonderful, but I'm excited <laughs> to get to talk to you. Yes, I'm excited as well. <laughs> We're going to have a great time because this this topic Equating money or materials to love, this is actually a subject that was brought to my attention by a man, and he wanted to know why is it that when it comes to relationships or how a man feels about a woman, in order for him to express his affection and his love and how much he values her, he has to actually put a value behind it, such as gifts and taking her out to eat. Mm. If he doesn't do that, then he really doesn't care. So. We're going to tackle this little by little because I feel like it's very important that you are able to speak from your own personal um, experiences and your perception. So with that perspective, I said perception, perspective, with that being said, um, have you ever in your relationship, past or present, judged your relationship based on others? Have I ever what a relationship based on others? judged your relationship based on oh, other Like if you have a female um, friend in a relationship and she's just being showered right. with gifts, have you mm-hmm. actually compared that to yours? So, I mean, obviously if you have, you know, a girlfriend that seems like it, she has it all and, you know, she's getting, she's getting all the love and all the, all the gifts and there's a little bit of like, Oh man, that, that must be nice, you know, but yeah. for my own, but you also, you have to remember also that, you know, nobody is walking in that woman's shoes. Like there are, everyone has their issues. So, so I don't think I've ever really compared or, you know, mm-hmm. a comparison is just a really slippery slope and a dangerous thing to do, whether you're comparing yourself to other people or your relationship to other relationships. Mm-hmm. It's all got to come from who you are truly deep down inside. So I try not wow. to. I'm yeah. human though. <laughs> Yeah, you know, we're all, we all go through that. And sometimes, especially around Valentine's Day, mm-hmm. uh, it's the worst where you see women who are new in relationships. And I kind of wonder if that has anything to do with it. Those who are new in relationships, they're being showered with the bouquet of flowers, the candy, the big life-size yep. teddy bears. And here it is, mm-hmm. you can be in a marriage for like 50 years. And you, just, you get, like, uh, a vase of flowers, and that's it. It's true. And you know what's the worst is when it's your own ex. You're, like, looking at, looking at the, you know, you're like, I didn't get crap. What are you talking about? What, he bought her that? So, you know, so, you know, again, comparison can be dangerous, but, yeah, we all experience a little, little bit of that. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. That's funny. So, I mean, it's it's very interesting. How do you think social media plays a role when it comes to how relationships are placed on a pedestal based on materials? Mm. Um, I mean, I think it goes back way farther than social media. I mean, Hallmark was the first instigator of the the, uh, 
materials-based holidays. So, you know, I mean, my, my dad is like, you know, he calls everything a Hallmark holiday, um, Valentine's Day and Christmas, and, and even, you know, Father's Day, Mother's Day. Um, and to an extent, I see his, his point. You know, we've been given these opportunities to maybe maybe make a specific person in our life feel, feel special, um, but then the media has kind of formed how that's supposed to look. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, you know, who made up that you, you pick flowers out of a, a, you know, at a store, pick up flowers at a store, right. and dead flowers, bring them oh. home. Like, who decided that was the thing to do? I have no idea, but that is very traditional, and, and it clearly came from, you know, it, 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 it's not like a natural occurrence, so mm-hmm. it had to come yeah. from advertising. Right. And, you know, just like diamonds being being the um, the official wedding ring like that why diamonds because the diamond industry went we're gonna we're gonna be the official ring so um so we have to look at everything everything that we think we have to look at where it came from and decide if it's truth or if it's you know just something that we've been trained to think Mm, gotcha okay so the interesting thing is childhood we tend to mimic what we see growing up. Mm. So in your childhood, was it, did your father um, provide for the entire household, shower your mom with gifts, or was your mom working just as equally hard as your father and the both of them were tackling it together as a team? It's so funny. You know, it's actually, my parents actually split when I was like one. So I was raised for the most part by my, by my mom who was single. She never remarried. So, I, my mom, I lived with my mom and my grandma pretty much my whole life. So it was the women that, that ran things, never even questioned, like, can I lift this or can I handle this by myself? So so I was raised in a very self-sufficient, woman-powered, woman-centered environment. Mm-hmm. Um, my my dad was, was great. You know, I would go see him, like, in the summers and stuff. But I never, like, I didn't learn to, how to live my life from him, really. Right. Um, my mom, my my mom and my grandma taught me how to take care of myself. But the interesting thing about that is, like, when I got married, I married a, a into a very traditional family. My mm-hmm. um, my husband like wanted to. Uh, I'm, we're not married anymore, but he he wanted to be the provider. He wanted me to stay home and take care of the house and you know raise the kids when we had kids. And it was very traditional. He handled. He handled all of the money. Well, he didn't handle the money, but he handled the the working. I did help with like, you know, the money part. He didn't hide the money from me. Um, right. So it's very interesting the way because I I hadn't had that. I kind of thought it was really cool sounding mm-hmm. to have somebody take care of me. Um, and now it's very much the other way. I've, I've very much <laughs> veered back to my to my childhood, going, wait a minute. I got this. I am perfectly capable and I don't ever want to be trapped in another situation because of money. Right. Yeah. Money is definitely, I mean, I understand where people say money can buy happiness, but how long does that happiness last? And then, you know, does it buy happiness in other people? And how do you feel knowing that people are only happy because of your financial status? So I think that that definitely plays a role in the way that, you view people and the way that you even view relationships. So um, for those who are listening, um, listening live, if you want to call in with your questions or comments, 
The phone number is 515-602-9647, and you're going to press the number one. So it was interesting because last night on the mail show, he said what? It was the same topic, equating money and materials to love. And I apologize for those who are listening. You were expecting probably a different topic because of the flyer, but we are actually going to do the topic from last night so that we get the female's version and be able to compare the two. So last night, um, my guest stated that um, when it comes to men going all out, like splurging on a woman and giving her all of their money, even though they can't, can't afford it, it's almost like they're chasing a fantasy. Like mm-hmm. they want that woman who is high maintenance. He knows he can't afford her, but yep. because she's in high demand, He's going to do everything that he can to get her. He may lose her once the money runs out. But overall, he stated that men like almost chasing fantasies. What do you think about men who they can't afford a certain lifestyle, but they still put everything in just to say that they're with this person? Oh, my gosh. Um so I, li- I listened to your to your talk with Daniel, and I, I thought it was great. And some some really great points. Um, and this really, really, I've I've seen this happen, and it mm-hmm. is it is one hundred percent because the because the man has a, a, an image that he wants to uphold with the woman, which I mm-hmm. completely understand. We have that version of it on our own, but mm-hmm. in our society. Men are, you know, they're they're valued by how much they're worth in a lot of ways. And women, you know, women are valued by the way we look, and men are valued uh-huh. by like the money they have and and you know how smart they are. It's a very uh-huh. interesting way society kind of like separates us. But when a when a man wants to impress a woman, it is, and she's expecting those things. It's very very hard on him. Um, uh-huh. I think it takes it takes a let's see. It takes a lot of, I don't know, guts to go after a girl you feel like is, um, you feel oh. like is maybe out of your league in some way. And sometimes mm-hmm. men are like trying to make up for that with, you know, right. well, here's I have lots of money. Here, let's go, let's take a trip. Let me buy you presents. Let's trying to kind of cover up the um, mm-hmm. maybe the inadequacies that he hasn't addressed in his own life. I think that happens a lot. Distraction. Wow. I think that happens mm-hmm. in marriages too. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my goodness. Uh, Big time uh, in both. In relationships, the inadequacies is very much on point because sometimes, like, if they're lacking in certain areas, like um, an area that would play with their self-esteem, like, let's just be blunt with Mm -hmm. it, in the bedroom, if they know that they cannot Mm. in the bedroom, oh, they're going to buy you the world. They're going to take your mind (laughs) off. When you're with your girlfriends, you may say, you know, I mean, he may not be the best in the bedroom, but girl, he spoils me. And true, got to something to brag about. Yeah, she's gonna brag about something. <laughs> that is the monster that they create, and then when they create the monster, it's like, I don't like the monster anymore. You're a gold digger. Mm-hmm. And it's like you created this person. So, what, in your opinion, what are women to do when they're in these situations? They're being viewed as gold diggers, but it's something that was just handed to them. Uh, so, I, I mean, 
being being considered a gold digger like before the relationship even starts is not really their problem. They just need to move on. But if it if if it came about because the guy was spending a bunch of money on him and then he stopped and she's upset with him, like there needs to be a real, you know, heartfelt conversation. Um, mm-hmm. And if, if it's up to her to start it, you know, instead of being resentful and mean and, you know, just catty, mm-hmm. um, the conversation needs to start, you know, I, this is the way things were and now I'm seeing a difference. Is there, can, can we, can we like just talk this out? If you're not in a position to, to do that stuff, then I, I just need to know. But if it's because yeah. your feelings have changed about me, I need to know that too. So, mm-hmm. you know, ha- having a clarifying conversation is a good place to start. It could be kind okay. of hard to do. Now, playing devil's advocate, because this actually exists, mm-hmm. I've seen several posts. What if you're just dating? Do you still owe that person that type of conversation, or can you just ghost them? Mm-hmm. Good question. Okay, so if you're just dating and um, and there is a there's a distinct change in the way a man is spending spending his money or spending his, his energy, um, money quite often comes or energy quite often comes in the form of money with with men. Mm-hmm. Um, so if he's spending suddenly less energy on you, it could be a sign that there's something else going on. Um, I w- personally I look for other signs because um, uh-huh. money's not the entire world to me but uh but that 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 would be the the main thing and i'm not a big proponent of ghosting ever even yeah. even if i've gone on one date with a guy i will tell him you know you know i think you're really great but i just didn't feel a spark like it it's not that hard to say and it and it gives them a, a direction and it helps them not feel lost so i'm not a ghoster at all right yeah that clarification it clears your conscience for sure like you don't have to worry about, oh, my God, if I see this person in in public, how are they going to react? Or right. you know, are they going to stalk me? Because that stuff mm-hmm. happens. So um, being able to be an adult, be responsible. Right. And let them know. Yeah. And, and let them know why. Because that's the only way that they can improve. Like, if you just right. ghost them. They're never going to know what the problem is, and they're going to go to the next chick who's going to deal with this, and she's going to do the exact same thing, mm-hmm. except she's not going to explain to him why. So. Yep, totally agree. It's kind of like, you know, just get, you're, you're just think of it like you're doing a favor for the next girl. You are, you know, you're, you're helping him be a better human for the next person. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it's great when people have done that for me. There, are things I, there have been things that I've never even thought about because I was, you know, married forever, and then I would start dating, and somebody saying, you know, th- this is kind of what's going on with me. You don't, you don't talk a lot about this. And like I didn't, I, my last, my last partner didn't want to hear about that, so I just right. thought that was normal. Right. Well, doing people a favor. Um, yeah. When you yesterday, you guys were talking a little bit about um, like love languages, and that oh. does play into this a lot, also. Um, oh. Because you know, it's one thing to talk about like just like dating and and wanting to feel spoiled in some way but when we're talking love languages there are people that gifts are the way they feel affirmed in a relationship mm-hmm. so you know it's important also to figure out like what kind of person you are and what kind of person your partner is um so you can understand your feelings right and I, I definitely agree with you and if you don't know your love language or you don't know your partner's love language that and you're in a relationship that could cause some misunderstanding and some confusion because 
here it is. You're thinking that your partner's love language is quality time. Mm-hmm. So, you know, just going out and yep. going to the park and stuff, you're thinking, oh, she's going to love this. But in reality, <laughs> it's words of affirmation or uh, gifts, then, yeah, that that right there can can separate the two of you and cause a lot of chaos. So I yeah. definitely um, like the fact that you brought that up because <laughs> Daniel last night uh, definitely created a hashtag for that um, that statement, and it was normalized love languages. Knowing, oh, I love it. Yeah, knowing your love language and knowing your partner's love language or even just someone that you're getting to know helps to determine your compatibility, I like to feel. So definitely. one I've been, thing. I've been working uh-huh. with. Go ahead. Oh, no, I was just going to say, uh, um, gonna... after after the break at 830, we are definitely mm-hmm. going to tap on sugar daddies and sugar mamas. Um, <laughs> awesome. <laughs> that came up last night as well. But, yeah, what what were you saying? I was just going to say that I've been working with love languages for a long time. I discovered them, I think, in, I don't know, my, I mean, I don't even think I had all my kids yet, and they're, like, you know, they're in college now. Um, so I've been – playing with love languages with, with on my own and with my clients for years and years and years. And what I've found that a lot of people don't really talk about is that you're not necessarily um, the same love language in one relationship as you are like a decade later in another. Um, mm. Love languages can shift over time. And, and it's, it, that especially comes out if in one long-term relationship, you're really feeling like you're lacking one mm-hmm. love language you might think that's your love language, but what's really happening is you've been starved in that particular area. So it's been, it's been, it's become more important. So over time, it's, it's just, it's important that you stay in touch with your, your actual love language. Don't get stuck in the idea that you're, you know, physical touch. Mm-hmm. If, you know, that just, if you just were with a partner that was not a touchy person and you were just maybe a little starved. Keep uh-huh. looking back at your own love language so you can always be aware of how you're how you're showing up in your partner's lives. Right. Yeah. All right. Listen. Okay. Infinity comes through. Let me. This group around the Yes. I I agree with you, and I feel like people should be okay having those type of discussions. People should be okay saying, "Hey, what's your love language?" or being yep. honest is well, I don't know. Well, guess what? You can look it up. You can take the test and figure it out and read up on it. Like, there's nothing wrong with educating yourself on what makes you happy and what pleases you and what about someone else, you know, brings out the best in you. So that's, that's very important, even at the beginning stages, because you can bump a lot of heads. Um, oh, now, yeah. Holidays. Oh, my goodness. We got Christmas. <laughs> we have Valentine's Day. And men, from what I hear, men have claimed that Valentine's Day is not really for men. It's for women. And for men, they have Father's Day. But it's like, what if you're not a father? Um, mm-hmm. But when it comes to holidays, why do you think people are stuck on material uh, materials symbolizing the love for their partner? Oh, that's that is a good question. I I really just think that um I mean it's not about the thing. It's about making your partner feel loved and cared for. 
And mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I mean, as far as, I don't know. Do you, do you really think that people are, are stuck on the material things? I mean, that, I feel like the material stuff is the basic. Mm-hmm. Like I was in a relationship where, you know, he was like, he, he, he couldn't stand me. He, he could not stand me. Um, I was in trouble all the time. It was like I couldn't do anything right. But, like, if it was Valentine's Day, I could count on flowers showing up. So, you know, I I mean, it's this material thing, but it meant nothing to me. It was like, okay, thanks. You're right. Yeah. You know, I I did. Yeah. Right. So, you know, so the the material things are a baseline if you've got nothing else. But I think that if that people who are actually putting effort forward to find out, you know, what their, what their partners really want. Um, right. it, you know, it's, the material stuff becomes less important. I mean, right. for me, the card is more important than the gift. Um, if mm-hmm. we're, if in a lot of ways, like it doesn't even have to be a card, like write me a post-it note. My, my boyfriend now, like he'll leave me uh, just little post-it notes on, on my, la- inside my laptop or like in my car when I, when I just to surprise me that, that stuff means everything. Mhm. Yeah, because it's it's sentimental. Like it has it. It's yeah. more personable for you. You can resonate to that versus something that everybody is getting. Like you know, you yeah. can give an ex right. the same card, and it's like, well, it uh, doesn't really yeah. mean that much to me. You know, handwrite me something. I love when I go to the store and I I'll get like the cards. I like the ones that's blank on the inside. Because mm-hmm. yes. you can personalize it to that person, you know. But yep. um, everyone, everyone is definitely different. So yeah. um, outside of the holidays, and, and you did ask too, is it that, do I think that that's what's happening with society? When you sit back and you think about the conversations that you can overhear, um, mm-hmm. woman talking about her ring size and oh he needs to upgrade this like you want something uh, yeah. you know now it's like well what if that's all he can afford does that not count yeah. you have a ring for crying out loud you're married some <laughs> True. are not even there so um, I mean you see it time and time again like especially with celebrities they come online and they're posting the ring, and the ring looks like it's causing arthritis to the fingers. It's so large. Like, <laughs> it makes no sense. But, I mean, that's the times that we're in. Um, right. People, I mean, you live for social media. Not you per se, but people live for social media. And um, we got to do better. We definitely got to do better. So I agree. But at the same time, just, just mm-hmm. devil, devil's advocate back. Like if a celebrity, you know, that who is making, you know, however many billions of dollars a year comes home with like, you know, you know, a thousand dollar ring or whatever, like it, uh, it does that say something about how they really feel. So uh, I can see the other side of that too, like just keeping it in proportion to, uh-huh. um, to, it's not necessarily in proportion to how much you love a person. That's, that's uh-huh. the mistake. But in proportion to what you can afford, how it's going to affect your, you know, whatever, um, I mean, how, how much you can afford is, is very important when it comes to how a woman feels. It should anyway. That should make a big difference. Yeah, yeah. I, I agree with you. Um, and then just money alone, like when, when we're talking about salaries, 
and a woman making more money than a man. That itself mm, can yep. be a blow to the ego. So now he feels like he has to overly compensate with materials to make up for the fact that she makes more than him. And it's—I don't think a lot of women ask for that. I think a lot of men. That's offer a really money. good point. They they offer money. They offer the materials mm-hmm. and things like that to stroke their ego or make it seem like, hey, listen, I'm a good provider. So. Right. I, we just we just have to be careful um, with the way that we approach things and call people gold diggers and um, mm-hmm. you know say that you're out here to get money because sometimes we're putting our foot in our in our own mouth. So yep. those who and are uh-huh, go ahead. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, oh, I forgot. I was gonna say no. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> um. Those who are uh, listening, you guys are tuned into She Said What. Uh, the discussion tonight is lifestyle, equating money or materials to love. And we have our guest, Infinity Dawn. And um, if you guys want to jump in on the conversation, all you have to do is give us a call, 515-602-9647, and press the number one, and that way we know that you have something to say. And we will bring you guys right on up. So what we're going to do is we're going to take a quick commercial break or a song break, and then we will return with the rest of the show. Also, if you want to chime in, you can also go to hesaidwhatnetwork.com, and that will also allow you to send your message to us, and I'll make sure that I have that presented on um, the air. So... You guys, stay locked, and we shall return. Thank you for supporting the He Said What radio network. Please be sure to check out the website where you can find more of our shows on sports coverage, music showcases, and entertainment. Are you interested in giveaways? Sign up today to receive special members-only giveaways by visiting www.hesaidwhatnetwork.com now.
What's up? This one Mike from Simply Sports, and you're tuned in to the He Said What Radio Network. All right. Welcome back. Thank you guys for joining. This is She Said What, and we're talking about lifestyle, equating money or materials to love. And uh, tonight's guest is the one and only Infinity Dawn, and I'm so glad to be here speaking with her because I just think she's so phenomenal. Oh, I think you're amazing. (laughs) Thank you. So in my research online uh, in regards to this topic, one thing that I did come across, which I have actually come across this, and I have a few girlfriends that also came across it in person, have you ever heard of the term hobosexual? Hobosexual? <laughs> yes. Is that like where you're totally into people that just don't try? No. <laughs> so hobosexual <laughs> is someone that enters into a relationship to prevent themselves from being homeless. Oh, gosh. Oh, my goodness. I have not heard that term. I can't believe I haven't heard it, but yes. okay. That's, that's an unfortunate yes. uh, situation. Yeah, so it's it's like a flip. It's like a flip. Um, so instead of men saying, "Oh, women are the gold diggers and the users," well, we have these mm-hmm. situations where men are getting into relationships. There are certain times of the year or certain times in their lives, such as they have nowhere to stay. They're going from house mm-hmm. to house to house to house, so they're quick to jump into a relationship. Or we all know income tax time. Oh, everybody's mm-hmm. in a relationship around income tax time. So what are your thoughts or just, you know, what comes to mind now that you've heard homosexual and the fact <laughs> that this term actually does exist? And um, it's unfortunate, but what are your thoughts on men who jump into relationships just to have a place to lay their heads? Um, well, my first thought is it makes me think of, you know, the catfishing thing um, mm. where, and, you know, it, it's kind of a different pattern for men and, and women. Um, mm. With women, it's men preying on women who just desperately want to be loved and want mm-hmm. to be in a relationship. And there is the, tip, the typical story is they meet online and he is, you know, in the military or doing business in another country or something like that. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of hit and misses where they, they like, almost meet up and then they don't. And then suddenly they, she's, in love, she's in love and then suddenly he has some kind of emergency where he needs money. So this wow. is, like, the sister situation to what you're talking uh-huh. about. But yeah. What wow. you're saying is a homosexual, this is a person that just physically needs a place to live and he is okay with living with this with some woman because it's better than the street. Yeah. Um, I mean, it happens. I think it a lot of couples will move in together because it makes financial sense for them to like, you know, mm-hmm. just pay for one, you know, pay for one rent, pay for one set of bills instead of more mm-hmm. than one. Um, but if the motivation is the financial situation, that's just screwed up. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't even know where to go with that. Um, I hope it's not too common. I, I oh, the, the altruist in me common. wants to believe it's not. <laughs> it's very common. Um, so we actually do have a caller that has a question, so we're going to bring them up. Caller, what is your name, and what's your feedback? Uh, am I on? My name yeah. is Paul, 
Um, I was wondering if your guests could uh, reframe the topic a little bit in terms of uh, more of a classical reward punishment situation and what, how does that affect people that need to control others? Because it seems like uh, mm. gifts can be used to try to control behavior. I'll uh, I'll just hang up now and listen, okay? Oh, awesome. Thank you Absolutely. so much for that, Paul. Sure. So that's a really good point, too. And actually, um, it, you know, you, we were just, just talking about the homosexual a lot of times long-term relationships end up in the opposite situation where, you know, they, they come into a marriage or a, or a relationship on equal footing. And then, and then the other person like gifts the other, per, the, you know, that like t- traditionally it's the man, you know, mm-hmm. providing so much for the woman that she becomes dependent on him. I think that is what, um, you know, what, what he's saying is it, it becomes a manner of control so money can be used as a means of control over um, over a partner. I don't know if I did I say a man. It can be. It can happen either way. Traditionally, it happens men over women. But I mean, you could. It could work the other way too. Like what we were just talking about. If you have someone that is, you know, is stuck because they can't get into a different situation, you do have a lot of power in that relationship. Wow. So, you know, if you're if you're the provider and the other person has no choice, yeah, you do have a lot of power to abuse. Um, so that's a definitely a dangerous thing in, in either direction and no matter how long it that goes on. Right. Yeah. And 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 also the person's mind frame, like if you're naive, like in, in, in those situations you usually see where it's an older male and a younger girl. Mm-hmm. And she's, you know, young, she's learning, she's growing, but she's not quite there yet. So she's easily manipulated by gifts, by rewards. And it is, like Paul said, it is a sense of control because when you get accustomed to that lifestyle and then it's taken away, you're almost going to be willing to do anything to get that lifestyle back. And That's right. One thing that I asked Daniel last night, and I'll ask you as well, in those situations where a man has furnished an upgraded lifestyle to a woman prior to the pandemic and then the pandemic strikes and now he loses his job, is it fair for the woman to go out and find someone who can keep up her lifestyle? if he is unable to do so, or is that something that she just has to ride the waves until things get better? Well, I think that, I mean, that's a matter of, for one, expectation of both people in the relationship. What is the relationship? Is the relationship Mm -hmm. a a lifelong commitment? Then no, that's totally messed up. You, you know, you both committed to, for better or worse, figuring it out unless there are other issues that can't be, you know, um, you can't like use up one person and then move on to the next. Right. Um, if it, if it's an agreed situation where, hey, I'm your sugar daddy and I'm going to provide all these things for you for you know, you know, sexual favors in, in return or something like that, then that is exactly what you signed up for for her to move on to somebody that can afford to keep her. So, right. yeah, it, it's all where what the relationship is agreed is agreed upon. Right. Right. 
Now, we have a lot of relationships that are built on the materials or is built on the money. And I think a lot of people get it confused with polyamorous lifestyles where they feel like, okay, well, I want to be able to get my needs met in every way, but I want to be spoiled. Mm -hmm. And one person can't do it, so I'm not interested in being in a monogamous relationship. I want to be in a polyamorous relationship. I think that that's confusing, and I think that a lot of people don't quite understand what the polyamorous lifestyle is mm-hmm. all about. They just see a bunch of yep. people. It's almost like those get-rich get schemes where they see a, like a pyramid of people. <laughs> I want in. Um, so I, I feel like knowing knowing what you want and being able to identify how you get it is two totally different things. But if you're not aware properly, if you don't properly educate yourself on different resources, then you will end up in uh, what you think is uh, the lifestyle that you want, such as the polyamorous, but in reality, you want someone with the love language of gifting. That's that's it. Right. That's what you want. I mean, uh, mm-hmm. I think there's, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, no, no, finish, go ahead and finish your thought. Okay. I think that it's, it's also dangerous, too, to, like, I mean, a polyamorous lifestyle is different than, like, you know, dating a lot of people. Like, that's not polyamory. Um, poly, people, that, people that live in polyamorous amorous relationships, they have, like, strong connections to usually to one person, and then they, they agree how they're going to have a relationship with another person. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, it's, it's always an agreed-upon, very structured and agreed-upon thing. This, this lifestyle where we're just dating multiple people without the other people's knowledge or, you know, or consent really even, um, like don't ask, don't tell kind of thing, that's not, that's not, that's different. And that can feed your, you know, your pocketbook or whatever, pay your bills, I suppose. Um, and no judgment if you are, as long as you're being honest about it and, you know, clear on, clear to the, clear to the partners that, you know, right. we're getting all of this from everywhere. Like that's the biggest thing is honesty, honesty, honesty. Mm-hmm. And if you can't be honest, then you're just a jerk. Right. <laughs> you shouldn't be doing it. Like if it's something that you yeah. feel you have to hide or even if it's something where you feel like you have to convince someone to be okay with it, mm-hmm. then it's not okay because right. they, they may just not be into it. So, I mean, it's 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 so weird in the dating world, unfortunately. But if people are able to communicate clearly with one another and be honest and vulnerable, then I think that we'll mm-hmm. get uh, much further. Now, in in when speaking of dating multiple, because speaking of guys, I understand they say that it's very expensive. Is there mm-hmm. any way to express the way that you feel about someone or that you appreciate just one person? without having to spend money. Oh, yeah. I mean, I actually asked this on my on my Instagram, um, you know, which which ways do you what makes you feel adored? Cuz really yeah. that's what it is. Women women we really want to feel cherished, we want to feel adored, we want to feel we want to feel seen and heard and um and early on that can come in the form of gifts and, you know, take us out to dinner and, and let us dress up. Along with that usually goes, you know, we get dressed up and you tell us how, how great we look or, you know, we, um, it, it's, it's more than just 
the the transaction at the end where you pay the bill. Like there is a whole lot of stuff that happens that feels really good while, right. you know, before we get to that point. So uh-huh. absolutely, there's a lot of things that you can do. And I, I did do a poll on my on my Instagram, wow. you know, what makes you feel adored? Is it is it is it, you know, getting gifts? Is it like when somebody comes over and helps you out and mm-hmm. um or is it when 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 a man plans ahead for mm-hmm. you? Um or is Top it or is it just like making your body feel amazing, like, you know, a, a wonderful sexual experience or, mm-hmm. you know, a massage like you uh, you said in your thing yesterday. Yeah. Um or what what was the other one? I can't remember. Oh, 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 just hearing compliments. That that one was the, yeah, that one was the most liked. Is the uh, is just getting compliments, and yeah. that is free. The only thing with compliments is you have to mean them. I mean, uh-huh. but find something you can mean. It shouldn't be that hard, or you shouldn't be on the date. I would think. <laughs> right, right. Wow, and and you know what? And just looking at the questions, um, for those of you who are aware of the love languages, that's what you did. You broke the love languages down. Mm-hmm. Um, I did. They only gave me four spots, so I had to improvise. Yeah. But... <laughs> <laughs> so it's interesting for you know, even as a woman, to see and then listen, and you say that compliments, getting compliments, is the most selected one. Men don't even pay attention to that. Like they mm-hmm. think that, nope. it's, but in reality, it's not gifts. Like it's nowadays, true. in this century, in 2021, going into 2022, we have so many independent women who are able to furnish their own lifestyle. So you have to look at it from a different approach. What can I give her that she can't really give herself? She can compliment herself, but it's not going to be the same as it would coming from a man, from someone who's interested in her. So there's so many ways to entertain someone without spending money. And sometimes saying less, um, or not not saying less, but giving less is better than than anything. Like, you don't want to start so, um, I think that, I think men like focus on the money part because it's that's that's the most painful part for them because you know mm-hmm. it's because it's money. Um, but there there are so many things that they can do that don't have anything to do with the money that could be you know what the money represented to the woman. It's not mm-hmm. not about the money. It's the it's the event. It's how you made them feel. It's how you treated them. It's how you spoke with them during the event. It's, you know, it's the card you gave with the gift. All of mm-hmm. those little things, those are the things that really make us feel cherished and, and honored. And, and, yeah, it's great to get a, get a present or, you know, get taken out to a fancier dinner than, than at home. But, you know mm-hmm. what, I get, I get just as excited when, when my partner helps me make dinner in the kitchen or makes dinner for me. Like that, wow. it's not about the spend. It is about the, the effort. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with you. A thousand percent effort, effort, effort. Actions speak louder than words sometimes, and that's mm-hmm. not a lie. So speaking of actions, speaking louder than words. I mentioned this last night. I said it to Daniel. Daniel's got to because I'm going to remember this. I'm going to I'm going to try it. I told him I said <laughs> a man who it who goes to therapy and is okay expressing to someone that he is getting to know or someone that he's in a relationship with. Hey, you know. I go to therapy. I'm getting help to improve myself. I said, listen, that right idea right will get you some coochie. Like, because yeah, it's sure. hard. It's, it's hard for a man to be that vulnerable to express. 
expose something so sensitive as saying, hey, I know I'm not perfect, but I want to get help so I can become the perfect person for myself and the perfect person for someone else. Women love that. Like, oh. Yes, we sure do. There is nothing sexier than personal development in a man. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. It's definitely okay. So, fellas, you know, just just sitting down and self-reflecting is going to get you more kudo points with the woman than you taking her out to a fancy restaurant. Like, at Agreed. the end of the day. We will, period. Yeah, if, you're, if we're looking for a relationship, we are looking to grow with a person. We know we're not perfect either. So, mm-hmm. you know, but we don't, want, we don't want to be the only one, like, reading the books and, and reading, you know, trying to self-improve. We want to know right. that both of us are on the same path so we can grow right. together. So yeah. that, that's, that's huge for, for the mature relationship. Mm-hmm. So now, <laughs> talking about huge, uh, <laughs> sugar daddies. I'm telling you, this is sugar daddy season. They're popping up in the DMs. So how how do we, as a society, as people, um, come together and try to shine the light on saying, hey, you don't need to show me that you love me by giving me gifts or show me that you're interested in me by giving me gifts. When we have sugar daddies, that's like, hey, I give you the world, baby. Like, I just want to rub on your thigh. Like, how do we, how do we bring this, bring this around so that we're on the same page? Oh. Because sugar daddies still exist. They do. They do. I mean, there are websites dedicated to it. Um, oh. I mean, we can't judge where other people are in their in their lives in their on their path or whatever. Yeah. Um, and there, a lot of a lot of women, well, mm-hmm. men too, but a lot of women are in a position where they've been so hurt in a relationship they don't want to open up to to love again. They don't want to be vulnerable again. They're not ready for that. And so they they do think the thought, you know, all a man can provide me is money or, or even a little bit of venge, vengeful thoughts. You know, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to pay myself back for all those years of misery. Yeah. Um, and there are also women that don't, that, that the only value they see in themselves is as a sex, sexual object. So, mm-hmm. um, and that's unfortunate, but that's, you know, we're, we're not, we're, we aren't raising our children in a bubble. Everybody's having a different experience in their, in their childhood and, it's just it's sad the way that works out. So I try really hard not to judge people that are in that relationship or in that situation. Um, and I don't know that we can fix it. But what we can do is not assume that that is the norm. What we can do is go out and, and, and let the world know that we are looking for something mature, something real, something um, meaningful, and we also expect that there are others out there that are looking for us. So, you know, you go out and attract what you are looking for, um, what you're ready for, and that's, that's the key. It's the rest of the people, they don't matter. They're going to have to figure it out somewhere. Right. Yeah. Ooh, you better come through and send it to me. <laughs> yes. And last question um, before we get ready to wrap things up. What about women – who, and like you said, you know, they've been hurt, and that's all that they really know. 
What about women mm-hmm. who truly feel like money and gifts buy happiness? Do you have any piece of advice to them? Yeah, money and gifts buy happiness. Yeah. I mean, if if you if you take away the money and gifts and the happiness of them, the true happiness, there's no there's no permanence to money and gifts. Like that right. that's that's what the bottom line is. There's no permanence to money and gifts. And you can still, you know, your 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 best friend can still die if you're rich. Like there are mm-hmm. still horrible things that can happen. You're, you know, you can still lose a child. You can still, you know, lose a limb or get in a car accident or end up with cancer. Like money and money cannot buy happiness. You mm-hmm. have to find that in yourself, and you can't even find it in another, in another person. You have to develop it yourself by finding this this life itself valuable. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the key is finding life valuable. It's, it's not the monetary stuff that's in life. Right. Mm-hmm. I tell you, I definitely enjoyed having you on this evening with us. Please, please let the people know where can they find you? What do you have going on? And how can they network with you? Oh, thank you. Um, I, this is my, these are my, my favorite subjects. I love talking relationships. Um, I'm a I'm a breakup and divorce recovery coach, and my company is called The Infinity Shift. So you can you can always find my stuff on theinfinityshift.com. But I wanted to um, give your listen listeners an opportunity. Um, I have a couple of things that I'm that I'm working on right now. One is uh, an article called Six Habits of Highly uh, Dysfunctional People. Six mm-hmm. Habits of Highly Dysfunctional People, and the other one is a 30 day um, Break up, bounce back, uh, affirmation, text, nurture system. So, if you if you're going through a breakup, or you have been recently through a breakup and can't seem to get over your past, um, it's just like a, a little free, just 30 days of affirmations to say to yourself to um, to get you through the first 30 days or so. So, if you're interested in those, I know it's hard to share like big long websites. So, if you text the, if you text this number. Um, 858-255-4141, um, either text six habits or break up. And I will text you the link to, um, to get either of those free freebies. Mm. Okay. Say the number one more time. Sure. It's 858-255-4141. And you can just text six habits or break up and I will um, send those out to you. Okay. All right, cool. I'll definitely make sure that we get that get that posted on social media as well um, because I know a lot of people that need to help. I'm definitely going to text because I need to help too. I mean, you can never <laughs> you can never get too much help. I honestly believe. That. I agree. So, I got you. We, we're all on the ship together. We might as well quit fighting each other. Right, exactly. One by one. So we'll eventually get it all squared away with the entire world. But for now, you know, this is working, so why uh, why try? Why not try? Um, <laughs> so once again, you guys, thank you so much for tuning in to She Said What with our guest, Infinity Dawn. If you are listening to this live and you came in halfway or towards the end and you missed the beginning of the show, please go ahead and download this episode by going to blogtalkradio.com backslash he said what radio or I think it's he said what actually and look for this episode or 
simply go to he said what network.com and click on the download button. Now, make sure that you are following our guests. Um, show her love, show her support as well. Also, follow us on Instagram, He Said What Radio Network, as well as our host, Mr. Alan Newman Jr., who was not present tonight, but he was here with us in spirit. His Instagram is Newman underscore Jr. underscore 2.0. You can also find me on Instagram at underscore simply Bree underscore, and that's S-I-M-P-L-E-E-B-R-E-E -E -E underscore. Also find us on YouTube under He Said What Radio Network, and check out our shows. Um, today is Wednesday. Tomorrow is Thursday, and we actually have moved the Fetish Finesse with Nisi show to Thursday, so you guys can tune in and get you if you have not listened to the shows before, guys. I'm telling you, you're missing out. She is giving you some knowledge, and tomorrow we'll talking about threesomes. Um, as a couple, do you engage? The show starts at 8 p.m. until 8:45 p.m., and then we have on Sundays, let's connect with P's Intuition from 8 until 8:30 p.m. Mondays, we have Simply Sports with myself, Simply Bree, RG, and one mic, and that starts from 8 until 9.30 p.m. on YouTube, so you'll be able to see us streaming live there. And then Tuesdays is with myself and my guests, so make sure that you guys tune into that. Next week's topic is communication, comparing relationships to your own, so you definitely don't want to miss that. And then Wednesdays, we are back again with Newman, uh, I call him Newman, Allen, Newman Jr., and his guests. So it starts at 8 o'clock. You don't want to miss it. Thank you so much for the love, guys. I appreciate the support. Reach out to us if you have questions. Info at He Said What Radio Network. Um, I'm sorry, He Said What Network.com. Later, guys. Thank you for supporting the He Said What Radio Network. Please be sure to check out the website where you can find more of our shows on sports coverage, music showcases, and entertainment. Are you interested in giveaways? Sign up today to receive special members-only giveaways by visiting www.hesaidwhatnetwork.com now.